Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston answers some of your most pressing questions. Let's hear what he has to say. Some of the questions are, you know, my, my daughter complains about dad to me behind my back. So evidently this is from a mom. Um, she refuses to approach dad directly because he'll get mad, and he will. Dad has a anger problem and doesn't want to confront and solve the issue. It's all up to mom. Uh, what do I do about this triangular relationship? Somebody else asked the question, which I think has just been amazing, said, we are bombarded with disrespect almost constantly. We're struggling with how to get this under control. Should there be a consequence each time she yells and says something disrespectful? It happens so often we're just used to it. Uh, somebody else said this, what about a child who resists activities because of the significant anxiety, not really defiance, with regard to making uh, them do activities at, a, at the younger end of the 12 to 19 age. And then somebody else, you know, I, I like this one because it kind of applies to everybody. What are your favorite questions to ask on a Starbucks or burger joint ice cream date with a teen? I love that. And uh, I'll give you some questions. I'll give you just a list of questions of, of what comes to the top of my head, what I can ask. Um, of kids when you get to spend some time with them. So the first thing would be this, hey, my daughter complains about a dad to me behind his back. And this dad refuses to approach uh, his daughter uh, because he's got an anger problem. So what do I do? And the mom's kind of caught. Mom, keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. And, and, you know, ask your husband if it's okay that you talk to your daughter and, and kind of keep him out of the loop if he's not going to engage. And it doesn't mean that you're saying you're a lousy dad or you're doing a bad job. I mean, no man likes to be told they're wrong. Am I right? Of course I'm right. No, not right. I'm joking with you. But but there's a part of it where, where I go, no man likes to be told they're wrong. So you can gently usher him out. And I'm not sure why he's angry. Usually when a person's angry, it's an emotional response to not getting what you want. So there is something uh, that is uh, stirring up between the dad and the daughter and he's showing his anger because he's not getting what he wants or he feels uncomfortable in the position he's in. So maybe you can kind of intervene in that. But I would ask your husband on a on a good day, say, hey, I, I feel kind of stuck. Is there, is there the opportunity that I can meet with our daughter and spend time and just listen to her? And I want you to know that just because I listen – doesn't mean that I'm agreeing with her, but I want to give her an ear uh, to have a place to go. You know, because here's the thing, Mom. If she doesn't go to you and she's not going to Dad, she will go someplace else. Here's another question that I think is, is, is wonderful. Um, you know, a, a man says this. He said, we're bombarded with disrespect almost constantly. Um, we are struggling with how to get it under control. Should there be a consequence each time she yells and says something disrespectful? It happens so often, we're almost used to it. Okay, I think disrespect is probably the one thing that's got to be squelched more than anything else. That, that it's got to be the encouragement for respect and the discouragement for disrespect. Meaning this, 
every time you do something, we just kind of mark it up during the week. And then at the end of the week, you say that we've had this many times that it's been disrespectful. Now here, I want you to listen to this. If you punish a child or give them a discipline or a consequence every time they do something, you may be provoking them to wrath. Because that means that every time she speaks, she's disrespectful, and and there's a there's a little bit of a problem with just saying we're going to think that that just giving her a consequence is going to solve it. It's going to fuel her unless you say this has been a better week or you measure it in some way. And that measurement would be this way: say say one week she is very disrespectful and she's disrespectful twenty eight different times. The next week she's only disrespectful twenty times. You know what? That's improvement. And so that would be a week that you're doing better, sweetheart. And so you reward her in some way. The goal is to get her to a point where she learns to be disrespectful less. And here's the other side of it is there's got to be conversations with her that say, sweetheart, this is what disrespect looks like. And this is what respect looks like. So if you're rolling your eyes and yelling and screaming and and flipping off your mom with your with your looks and your attitude, or you're disengaging with your dad, or you're saying things that are inappropriate, or you're just completely disengaging from the whole family, that we got a bigger problem and we got to spend some time figuring out how to learn to respect one another. What that means, mom and dad, you got to look at yourself and say, are you causing any of the disrespect? Are you doing things that it's hard for someone to respect? And so when if you're working on your stuff and asking the question, am I doing something wrong? And you're helping a child learn what respect looks like, because evidently she's gotten in the habit of, of, of just saying, you know, it's okay to be disrespectful. And you're applying a consequence to her disrespect, and you're measuring better weeks by rewarding her in some way, now you've got a plan. But to correct her every time she does something wrong, uh, I think it's just going to be provoking them. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Respect is a huge issue. It is a huge issue that, that has got to be dealt with. Somebody else asked the question, what are your favorite questions to ask on a Starbucks or burger joint ice cream date with a teen? And, and this is where you go out and you just spend time. Don't take your child out and, and just, you know, hit them with all your opinions. Nobody wants to hear your opinion. Mom, Dad, Scripture says that a fool delights in airing his opinion. You know, what they want is your perspective. And what I find is, as I ask a child a question, and I, and I stimulate their thought in some way, even, even if I get a, I don't know, uh, yeah, uh, what, uh, whatever, that is better than no response because eventually I'll get to the point where they'll see that my heart is right about wanting to know a little bit more about their heart. So at the beginning of these times, when you're asking your kids questions and spending the weekly time that you sit down and talk, you may not get that big of a response at first, but give it time. And over time, you will communicate by your body language and how you engage with them that spending time with you is a safe place for a child to go. And so I would ask questions that that just stimulate their thought a little bit. And my hope would be this, that after a period of time, they would ask me a question. So if I say, hey, what's something about our family that sticks out most in your mind? 
you know, that hopefully they'll ask me one day, well, Dad or Mom, um, what sticks out about our family in your mind? Or you may, or you may say this, hey, what's the most fun you've ever had? And it's with the hopes that they'll ask you, then you share that with them. Don't give them an opinion or, or just go on and drone on and on and on. Just tell them it's a fun thing. Whatever it was, it was small. And maybe they'll ask another question that you can now have a conversation. It would be like this. If the most fun I've ever had was going to Alaska fishing, then I'd say it simply. I've given a, a small answer. I'm not moving on and on and on and telling them about everything they don't want to know. But I'm giving them the liberty to invite me to come to them and engage more. Because they, they may say, well, what did you like most about it? What did you do when you were up there? See what's happening? I'm asking questions, so now they're asking questions of me. But what's happening is I'm moving into, I'm truly moving into an opportunity where, where we're spending a lot more of our time now in discussion. And discussion isn't just the exchange of information. Discussion is more about, you know, spending time going on a journey together to find out about each other's heart. And so, you know, it's asking those questions. Hey, am I really as bad as you think I am? That'd be a great question, wouldn't it? Or maybe it's something like, hey, do you find yourself doing things that you don't want to do and not doing the things that you really want to do? Or maybe ask this, what's the most talented musician you ever heard? Do you think you'll be listening to him 10 years from now? Or maybe something like this. Do you think dogs hear everything we say and hide their feelings well? Or do you think they see us at our worst and just decide to love us anyway? Now, that, of course, animal questions are for kids who love animals. I mean, it, you ask that question to some people, they'll look at, look at you like you're some kind of idiot, you know. But, but there are some kids that would, really would like to talk about dogs, Hey, you may want to say this and say, hey, when is a friend a real friend and when is one not? Or like out of all the teachers you've ever had, um, which one do you remember the most and why? Maybe ask this, what uh, talent do you have? Um, or what talent would you like to have that you don't? Um, maybe it's, hey, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on the Internet? Or what do you think the perfect woman would look like? When was the last time you laughed out loud and what made you laugh? Or maybe ask them, who's the weirdest person you know? And hopefully they go, you, Dad, or you, Mom. Is there anything about this person that is just like you? Learn to laugh at yourself. Or you may, be, you may ask them this, what do you think is the biggest controversy happening in the world today? Um, is there a disease that you would never want to die from? Um, Maybe ask them, uh, hey, what would make school mean more to you? Or this, if a tornado was coming to your home and you had to grab one thing uh, before you protected yourself in a cellar, what would you take? Or what's your favorite movie of all time and what's so special about it? Would you rather be rich and have as much money as you'll ever need or have everyone think that you're the kindest and most helpful person they've ever met? Do you have a special talent that others don't know about? Or maybe ask this. Here's a, here's one that I that that I think of. You know, when I when I think, do you think that there are people in the world that have never made a mistake? 
Or maybe this, do you remember where you were when you first heard of this greatest tragedy that happened? What was the tragedy and what were you doing when you heard the news? Or how is this school year different from your last year? Or if you can have plastic surgery on one part of your body, which part would it be? You know, it's, it sounds trivial, but what you're doing is trying to engage and let a child know that you want to know their heart and know them. And hopefully what they'll do is follow your example and start asking you questions. And that way you can move away from uh, these lectures that you've been so good at and start moving into discussions with your child. And do this. When your child shares things, don't correct them. Don't tell them where they're wrong and how they need to answer next time. Just let it be. Let them say what they need to say. And do this. Listen. Listen. Listen with the ears of your heart so that your child knows that you want to be in tune with their heart. Hey, I hope these questions help a little bit. I hope the answers uh, that I've given give you a little bit of direction, but please don't hesitate to get a hold of us. You can do that on our newsletter. Uh, there's a section in the newsletter that says, um, I must ask you a question mark, and, and you can submit your question there. Send that to us. I'd love to answer it for you, give you some guidance and direction. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us back here on Monday for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.